and welcome to another episode of Vibe Freaks Ebb and Flow. This is a show where we dive into the hearts and souls of the artists behind the mic, uh, featuring some of Vancouver's most talented musicians. And on today's episode, episode four, we are featuring the one and only Sade Awele. Hey. Yes. <laughs> so Sade just did a little bit of a performance for us and she featured her new track called Way Back and hey. it is rolling in my head and I can't get it out and I just want to know more about that track like who, yeah. what's up with that track who's on it yeah it's a dope dope song oh thank you so yeah. much yeah no that took I think about a year and a half to create really? like we went through so many iterations of wow. it starting with just you know the standard guitar riff a little bit of a bass line and lyrics obviously um and yeah we wrote it in the middle of the pandemic early last year mm. and I guess it's just about going back to the things that you love, like yeah. returning to the things that are passionate for you or the things that make you alive or make you come alive. Mm. And so that's why, you know, when it's just way back to you, and it could also be a, a love interest, like going back to yes. someone that you love. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what it's about. And then of course, you know, it developed so much more after that. Um, we've got a, a rap feature in it too. Jana Curry, she's incredible from the States. Awesome. Um, so many parts were you know, people, not parts, people, human beings yeah. <laughs> were involved in the production. Um, and yeah, that's what it is now. Oh, it's a funky tune. I love it. Thank I'm going to be you. playing it over yeah. and over in my car, yes. you know, getting my shot at a William. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And you know, we did it with a bat with my band too, called Serengeti. Oh, and okay. uh, mm -hmm. and so those are the folks behind Amin on the guitar and Katie on the bass, mm. which is so cool. It's like having a lady slapping the bass. I'm like, yes. I know, right? There's, there's more of that. Nothing sexier than a woman <laughs> slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love you, man. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, why did you get into music in the first place? Oh wow, that's uh, that's a loaded question actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was always a part of my life. Like growing up, we always listened to music yeah. from gospel to R and B mm -hmm. to soul to jazz. My dad loved jazz. Jazz was the norm in the house. Mm -hmm. um, and so we used to sing like at home every morning. And at that point, I don't think I even knew I could sing. It was just like a regular thing that we yeah. did. Um, and then I remember one day I was playing the piano and then he eavesdropped and was like, you know, you can sing, right? And so from there, that was like the first light bulb of like, okay, maybe I should explore this a little bit. And then that led into a few competitions here and there that led into songwriting that led into stage work that led into production. It was just a very slow build um, and very organic too, I would yeah. say. And so now music is just a part of my life. Yeah. Like it's just my expression of everything that yeah. I see, feel, experience. Yeah. Well, keep expressing yourself because we love it. Thank You're like a Van, a Van City gem. Thank you. I don't know anybody who doesn't love Shade. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where do you draw your inspiration from? for your music whoa um a lot of places and a lot of people i would say mm -hmm. first like first and foremost inspiration definitely i believe comes from god because it's just yeah. like a gift yes um and then from there i believe that there's like just people that come into your life 
lives life wow sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's okay <laughs> people that come into your life and just influence you and yeah. just become a part of your journey and become a part of your songwriting process and sometimes you can't even make sense of why you meet them until you hit the studio and you're like oh my god like how did we never meet before this time um and so it's just yeah it's a mixture yeah. of that it's a mixture of just allowing life to flow and just allowing myself to experience it and seeing what comes from that and what inspires me from that as well mm. yeah Also, everybody comes into our life for a reason. For oh, sure. yeah. For Absolutely. sure. I'm a true believer of that. Absolutely. So speaking of, we have a ton of amazing artists in Vancouver, as you all know. So who are some of your favorites? Mm. And then who is someone that you would love to collab with that you haven't collabed with yet? Ooh. And let's see if we can make it happen. Hey. <laughs> um, wow. There's a lot of great artists. Yes. Uh, wow. Where would I start from? Kimordo is amazing. Oh, yeah. Missy D yeah. is dope. Tris is dope. Yes. Um, Turanish is dope. Um, who else? Who else? Makati is dope. Mm -hmm. um, who else? Who else? Who else? <laughs> <laughs> so, Tisa Rahim is dope. Oh, yeah. Um, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many. There's so Honestly, many. Honestly, we could go on. <laughs> like, right now, we're just doing this show once a I month. Know. But it's like... I want everybody on. So we're going to be doing this for, I don't know, like next hundred years yeah. probably because there's just so much amazing talent out yeah. here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah. many. And I think a collab I would love to do is one with Missy D for sure. Oh, like she's, yeah. she's cool. I know she just yeah. released a track recently too. And we've been talking, we've been hinting like, okay, girl, we need to, we need to hit yeah. the studio make this happen. So I would like, love that. She would, she would be cool. She's, cool she's so funky, man. Yeah. I love that girl. Oh she's yeah. Dope. Oh yeah. Yes. What is your goal? and vision for for music um, mm. as a whole and for your career right I want to change the world like mm. I just I feel like there is so much to to still learn especially on the cultural side of things like right. the world is only now starting to appreciate like the Afro soul and the Afro yes. beats and just like the eclectic sounds that come from Africa as a whole mm. and I think that that's that's a huge part of something that I feel like I also want to be a part of like it's such an avenue to explore especially in right. Canada and we're slowly starting to see elements of that and I want to be able to also help other people who want to be a part of the music industry yeah. whether it's from a production side or a songwriting side and there's a lot especially in Nigeria there's a lot of talented artists who can't even afford a studio session or can't even afford mm. to you know maybe they have a beat but then they don't have anyone who could help them with the marketing aspect of right. things and so I, I, it would be a huge huge dream of mine to be able to whether it's I don't know if it, if it would be in the form of like starting a school or starting some right. sort of organization that's just geared towards helping artists who wouldn't have anyone otherwise to help them with that expression, whether it's financially, whether it's collaborating with other people, whether it's giving them the right connections to just help them, you know, and especially across the border too, because that's mm -hmm. happening more and more. So I want to be a part of that. Um, and then I just want to keep writing music. Like I just want to keep writing, whether it's for film, whether it's for shows, whether it's for live productions, I just, see that being a part of my life forever yeah, that's awesome <laughs> yeah well I guess you just kind of answered my next question which had oh, to really? do with Nigeria because you are you're from Nigeria right oh, yeah. yeah and 
we know there's just amazing music coming out of Nigeria right now, yeah. out of Africa in general. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we have Nollywood and all that other stuff and yeah. just that the music sector is like insane out there. And I guess my next question was going to be like, have, have you been there? Do you plan mm -hmm. on breaking into that scene? Yeah. And what would you want to do there? Right. Uh, to help some of the artists or just yeah. is there someone you want to work with? Oh, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> but no, you're so right. Like yeah. artists are breaking out like crazy in Africa right now, mm. like from Wizkid to Burna Boy to mm -hmm. even in in on I think she's from South Africa, Shoma. I hope I'm not Sho messing that up. Shoma Josie. Shoma Josie. Oh, oh my love, god, I love her. I love Shoma Josie yes. and her music and the energy. Yes. So it's just it's so beautiful. Mm. And so to answer your question, absolutely yes. I definitely want to be a part of that music scene mm. and not just in Nigeria. Yeah, like just in Africa as in a general, whole like yeah. I want to collaborate with like you know people from South Africa yes. I want to collaborate with Guineans I want to collaborate with East Africans like I just yeah. want to collaborate you know all across the the continent um and definitely yeah I, I i see myself collaborate or, or yeah okay i guess i'm manifesting it's hey. <laughs> gonna happen i see myself collaborating with like a, there's this guy his name's a day gold he's so talented i would love yeah. to collaborate with him i'd love to collaborate with whiz kid i'd love to collaborate with tames there's a lot of really really good artists out there right mm -hmm. now um and yeah. yes i would love to also help other artists who are on the come up as well whether it's right. with songwriting whether it's with collaborating whether it's with just giving them a, a shot. Sometimes you just need someone to even listen to your work and be yeah. like, you know, what do you think? You know, what 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 are your thoughts on this? And mm -hmm. I just want to be as available as I can be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Well, um, it's gonna happen. Mm. <laughs> We're gonna manifest it. So, Wizkid, Shoma hey. Josie, hey. all y'all, if you're watching, hit up hey. <laughs> hit up Shade, <laughs> hey. hit up Shade today. Um, so yes, Nigeria is known for its music scene and fashion. And, yeah. and whatnot but one thing that a lot of people don't really know is about SARS mm. right so during the pandemic last year I witnessed a lot of pretty disturbing videos of yeah. people being beaten and killed and some some young young men like te little teenagers and young boys and stuff like that and it was people were you know going crazy over this news for like a week or two like we always do and then all of a sudden it disappears nobody mm. talks about it so what do you know about that is it still going on and right. what do you want people to know about what's going on in Nigeria right now right yeah you know the funny thing is SARS has been this unit of the police force has been in existence for probably over 20 years mm -hmm. and so a lot of the things that were brought to light last year became a lot more public mm -hmm. but has always been there yeah there have been a few protests even before that a few years back um, there have been a lot of times civilians have tried to come out to say look there's a lot of corruption in this unit that, that needs mm -hmm. to be cleaned up um, there needs to be accountability people are dying people are missing yeah. um, and so last year I think was just with, of course, the incidences and the, and the death of George Floyd and so many other horrible things
things that were happening in the world as a whole. I think yeah. last year just gave this opportunity for people to really wake up in a way that they hadn't before. Mm. And it forced us to really look within ourselves and, and really think about the things that weren't right. And so that's why it just really exploded with the protest because yeah. it just felt like, look, something needs to be done. Like a yeah. change needs to happen. Like we can't keep allowing this unit to, to keep, you know, kidnapping people and killing them for, you yeah. know, for ransoms and things like that. It just wasn't right. And so even in Canada, we there were peaceful protests here as well. There yeah. were peaceful protests in Vancouver, um, in Toronto, just different parts of the world coming together uh, to fight this yeah. um, injustice. And uh, it's still an ongoing thing. Definitely not yeah. as public as it was last year because it ended in, unfortunately, a, a massacre that took place um, in, on, in uh, I think it was October 24th or so. Um, and so people had to, you know, keep it keep it low key after that. But definitely, the cause is still alive to 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 put an end to this corruption and this injustice. And it starts with the youth. Like it starts yeah. with the young people who are al alive and thriving and really want to see that change. And the yeah. hope is that um, I know that there there are some really cool political parties that are slowly coming up um, mm -hmm. to to be a part of this change. But of course, they also still it's like a you know it's, it's like a for lack of better word, like a mob system, mm. where it's like you have all these men who've been in in politics for so long, yeah. and it's it's hard to get rid of them, right? Like it's right. hard to to change the system, but you have to start small. You yeah. start in one region and then develop from there. And I think that's sort of the mindset that people have right now, where it's yeah. like, okay, the vote, um, voting or the elections are going to come. I think in the next two years or so. And so everyone's really focused on, okay, this is we the, this change. is a, exactly, we need change. Yeah. This is the time to really push for that change. And so I think that's sort of the angle that a lot of people are now going at in Nigeria mm -hmm. in order to fight this because kidnapping is still happening. Yeah. Corruption's still rampant, you know, and people are still suffering, especially with the pandemic. There's a lot of unemployment and, you know, we, but at the same time, Nigerians are like the, it's weird, like weirdly optimistic and just weirdly innovative that you'll see yeah. them still find ways to make money and, and yeah. do things regardless of all the craziness that's happening. So I definitely yeah. believe that, you know, as, as we continue to push that hopefully there, there would be change, but uh, yeah. it's a long ride. It's, yeah. it's going to take a long ride. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately things don't change overnight and mm -hmm. you know, it's going on in a lot of places in the world, but yeah, it's, it's sad. Yeah. Um, man. just going to keep praying, I guess. Yeah. Man. Uh, what brought you to Canada from Nigeria? My family. <laughs> <laughs> we all moved. Um, How old were you? I was a teenager. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was a teenager when we moved. So you yeah, still look like a teenager, girl. Ah! Black don't crack. Eight. No, we don't. Eight. Eight. <laughs> I know. I get that all the time. People are like, yeah. "What? You look like you're 23." I'm like, "Okay, thanks. yeah, you're gonna be looking like that for another 23 years at least." <laughs> <laughs> I know. <Melanie>. Right? <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, it's my family. Like we, uh, we just migrate is it migrated or immigrated immigrated, immigrated. yeah we immigrated yeah. here they're all out in ontario i'm the only one who came out west because i don't like the cold so uh, yeah <laughs> it's pretty, pretty much why i'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> 
freaking cold everywhere else in Canada. It's so cold. It's, it's like, so what? Cold. No, no, thank you. It hurts. It hurts. It's like your fingers <laughs> and everything's like, I, why do I have to go through this? Like, why? Yeah, if don't, I, can, I don't have to. Yeah. But, if I can, yeah, no. Yeah, the <laughs> issue is, is like... BC um, stands for bring cash, so it's really fucking expensive here, y'all. That's the first time I've heard that. Bring cash. Oh gosh, I'm gonna start using it. It's so true, though. It's true. Everything's expensive. Everything. But expensive. I mean, listen, I can't put price on my comfort that's and happiness. True. I'm a nature girl, so yeah, that's true. You gotta. I know. Ever since I moved here, my brothers are like, "Oh my gosh, your skin looks so smooth and it's always glowing." I'm like, "Thank you." Yeah. It's because I don't have frostbite. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, we gonna get a little personal. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know you're getting married soon, girl. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want to know what you think about black love. What do you have to say wow. about black love? That's a loaded question. It is a loaded question. Damn. Yeah. It's like, where do I, yeah. where do I start from? You can start anywhere you hmm. want. Black love is beautiful. Like, it when is. it is true, it is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It can be very powerful. Mm -hmm. Um and it, there's something about being with someone who understands your struggles mm -hmm. and understands um, your dreams and aspirations as well. Yes. It's like it becomes, your fight becomes their fight, their fight becomes your fight mm -hmm. and you're both and also your success because it's not yeah. just about the fights it's also about celebrating the success the wins no matter yeah. how small they are um it's black love is about legacy yes. it's it's about doing something that's bigger than you yes. and taking that on to the next generation mm -hmm. and yeah oh it's beautiful it's beautiful i love it yeah. so how what was the moment you knew that that was yours. That was your man. You love him. Wow. And when did you notice that he loved you? Hmm. Sometimes we know before they say it. That's true. That's yeah. true. I don't know if I, I, mean, I probably did. Aha <laughs> moments. Like that boy loves me. I know he do. I know he do. <laughs> I think um, the moment that I realized that, yeah, I, I definitely love this guy was when I just, I just noticed that he was consistent. Hmm. It was like, the man I saw today is the same person I saw tomorrow, and then and then two weeks from now, like there was just a consistency. Right. And like, I've especially, oh gosh, like, whew, let's not even get into the relationships in the past. Because, All right. Mm. Oh my God. Mm. But, but you know that 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 starts to develop trust issues and it, yeah. it starts to develop all these things and theories in your mind that make you think that oh maybe there aren't good guys out there when there are yeah and so like i started to look out for those things like okay is he being like and then just seeing that consistency just gave me this trust like element of trust for him and then i started to feel like yeah this is this is it for me yeah, and he's so authentic. I, exactly yeah. he's authentic and it, it wasn't like a i always thought it would always it would be this like a butterfly moment where he's mm -hmm. like walking down the street with his hair well he doesn't have long hair it's <laughs> <laughs> like he has nappy hair i don't know what it is <laughs> with his bro just his bro just <laughs> to one side in the wind <laughs> <laughs> um 
you know, I always thought it was always going to be this like, woo, like butterflies and everything, yeah. but it was really just organic. Like yeah. it just felt natural. It just felt like someone that I knew for a mm -hmm. long time, even though I didn't. And so for me, that felt like family, felt like home, felt yes, like comfort. That's the word, um, home. Exactly. It felt like home. And from there, I was like, yeah, this is, this is it for me. Mm -hmm. And when I was like, mm, this boy likes me, I was like, he would show up to every show. Aww, like every him. single show. I'm like, man, even when I'm like, you know what, you know, you don't really have to. He's like, no, I want to come. I want to be there. I want to support. And I was just like, wow. I felt really blessed Aww. from that. I was just like, you, you're a, you're a good one. <laughs> you're a good man, whoever you are. You're a lucky man and you're a lucky woman. Thank and you. I'm happy for y'all. And I Thank wish you, you the very best. Thank you. Because, you know, one thing I noticed in uh, Vancouver. So for those who don't know, a lot of y'all won't. <laughs> we have a secret Facebook page called Meanwhile Black in Vancouver. Okay. <laughs> and one of the things I notice that really hurts my heart every time is when somebody posts something about relationships mm. and it's like black woman versus black man and yeah. they're just at each other. And I've yeah. never seen that. You know, I'm from Edmonton. I never witnessed that. I never saw black men and black women going at one another so yeah. much. But I see that a lot in Vancouver. And yeah. I have no idea why. Do you have, like, any theories on why that might be? It's, like, why is this Vancouver? Is yeah. it Vancouver specific? I don't know. I feel I like know. it, it kind of is. Like it's, I feel like it's also happening in Toronto. I feel like it's also happening in the States. What I'm hearing is that um, it seems like... and. I don't know, some people might be like, no, you're wrong, but let's just see. It seems like um, a lot of black men feel like black, feel like they have to work to get black women. Like well, the black women have like very high standards. Mm -hmm. And so they feel like they can't fully be themselves around them. And I don't know if it's like a, a trauma mm -hmm. related thing where they're tying it into like something that maybe happened in their past and I, I'm not quite sure. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of black women feel like black men, especially in, if we're talking about like Vancouver specifically, um, don't go for black women. And so yeah. they feel like there's a bit of like neglect there where it's like, oh, like, well, you don't even find me attractive kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like almost like they can't see eye to eye. Yeah. Um, and now it's led to this whole thing where they just don't get along and yeah, it's, I don't know. It's so it's, sad. Yeah. What, like how, how do we change this? How do we make y'all love one another? Okay. It's like, how I don't know. It's like, just have an open mind. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what it is. And I'm like, okay, is it that the black dudes don't have sisters or like, I don't know maybe. what, maybe, or it's like, if you're around women and if, if you're around different types of women, you should mm -hmm. be able to communicate with them and just understand that if you respect your mom, if you love yeah. your mom, if you have a mom, then you should yeah. be able to, to show that same kind of love and that same kind of affection, that same kind of respect. And it seems like the feeling of having to like work to get the woman just feels like, oh, this is just too much effort. Yeah. But then I don't know, like with black women, there's a lot of layers. Like there's, yeah. there's a lot of things that we go through that yeah. it just feels like a lot of trauma, a lot of trauma. So it's not that easy to just, men, yeah. yeah. And black men too. So it's not yeah. that easy to open up a lot of times for for mm -hmm. black women. Cause they need to peel up the layers and, you yeah. know, 
slowly get to know them and there isn't like a lot of grace or compassion for that so I know that this topic does run deep because you know uh, I mean when it comes to the black family home and dynamics like let's be real the the world has tried to make sure that doesn't happen (laughs) and unfortunately in a lot of cases they've done a really good job but I did hear this saying recently and hopefully it'll help somebody but um have boundaries yes Mm. but be careful not to build walls Mm. all right tell me about a time that you overcame adversity Mm. um a time that I overcame adversity like in my like in my personal life anything, like in anything yeah. and yeah. yeah well I think this year in itself has just been adversity like just yeah. as a whole um, the year started with me losing my dad oh, uh, in January oh thank you um, and it was a shock like it was completely unexpected mm-hmm. um, he was someone that was always in really good health and just mm-hmm. very vibrant lovable kind of guy um, and then he got COVID and mm. shortly after passed. And it was just like, I think the, sh- the shock is still there. Like he was, he was really gone. But then, you know, you learn to kind of live with the grief and you learn to um, just keep living every day and just keep moving forward. And I think one of the mm. ways that that helped was just the memories of him. Yeah. Knowing that I had a relationship with him in itself is a blessing. Um, and then also music. Yeah. Music has been my avenue in so many ways. It's been a huge, huge distraction. Family as well. Um, mm. And it, it's it's a process. It's a process. Yeah. So I don't even know if, if I can say that it's something that I've like fully overcome. overcome yeah. But it's definitely something that... Um, compared to how the year started where it was just like a complete blur and how it is now there's definitely been um some some healing um right there so yeah man life is it's unexpected yeah Yeah, it's unexpected and sometimes you know losing someone you love like you you know that that happens but you don't really you don't anticipate it no one's thinking to themselves okay maybe today will be the day like no one no one's thinking about that you're you're expecting that they'll live long and be Mm. old and gray you know yeah but uh yeah i guess we have to celebrate people and give them their flowers while they're alive and honor them yeah yeah it's not in our hands so exactly tell your loved ones you love them exactly hug them yes hug them love them yeah uh, what is your most memorable childhood experience? Oh, it could be good. It could be bad. My most memorable childhood experience, I would say, was the first time I went to London, England, as a kid, and um, then I was still living in, like we we're still living in Nigeria as a family, and then going to London, I was like, whoa. Houses and all these Victorian looking buildings and yeah. everything. It just felt like this like it's like dream wow, world. Like like, exactly, like a whole new world. Um and that was cool. That was cool. And I was the kind of kid that loved to dream and loved to like imagine things. And so I was just like my creative genius was a spinning. Oh, I love it. Um, I still do yeah. that. <laughs> 
I know, right? I'm it's a like, constant daydreamer, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. I can relate. <laughs> um, what would you tell to your five-year-old self? Hmm. Wow. What would I tell to my five-year-old self? Don't be afraid. That, that'll probably be, yeah. be I'll just look at that five-year-old in the eye and, and just say, don't, there's nothing to be afraid of. You're mm-hmm. going to be just fine. Just mm-hmm. keep living. Don't worry. Yes. Don't fret. Don't get anxious. You'll be okay. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Fear is, uh, fear can make the healthiest person ill. So oh, yeah. try to let go of that fear. So oh, whoever yeah. has it. Exactly. Are there any uh, final words you want to say? Any upcoming shows? Any upcoming releases? Any mm. advice? Any words of wisdom that you want to give to the people? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This has been so good. Like yeah. a little like healing session. Um, <laughs> Let's see. I guess I could talk about an upcoming show. Because I've got a show tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, August 28th uh, with Afomad Festival. Um, so I'm really excited about that. That should be a lot of fun. Um, good vibes. A great, great, great lineup of yes, people. Like, I sir. think it's, yeah. it's going to be a really, really Cardinal good time. Cardinal Official in the house. It's going to be dope. It's going to be really yeah. dope. And it's a good mix of artists and a lot of cool genres. So. Mm. That's one to go to for sure. Where is that happening? Uh, that's going to be at Surrey Civic Plaza. Perfect. Yeah. Get mm. your tickets. Get your tickets. Get your before tickets. it sells out. Because I think that it's also limited seating. So because mm-hmm. they have to follow the protocols and all those things. Awesome. Yeah. Well, y'all, it's been a pleasure having Sade with us. If you Thank love you. her and love her music, and even if you don't, just go listen anyways because exactly. it's freaking awesome. Just have it on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have all her links in the description so you check that out. And if you like our awesome tops, it was supplied by Oge Ajibe. She is a Nigerian fashion designer based in Vancouver. So check her out. We'll also have the links in the description. And as always, thank you to IDEO Recording Studio for supplying the space. And if you like what you see here, I will have the link uh, in the description for IDEO Recording Studio. They do build um, all the recording booths. They do mixing and mastering. So whatever you need, they got you. And until then, peace and love, Vancouver. We love you. Have a beautiful, beautiful life life. Peace.
Say we're fair. 